You've just joined us from Morning Joe. You're here with Jono and Emilia. Hello, hello, hello. On 94.5 FM. <laughs> How are you? I am great. Mm. Yeah, just great. Spring has almost sprung. Yes. And by that, I mean there's no snow. <laughs> well, there hasn't it's, been snow for four days. It's nine degrees outside. I know. I went for a run. Yeah. I went for a run and... Healthy living. Healthy living. Yeah. I actually decided um, early after Easter, I was like, okay, so everyone's stuck at home. You know, uh, there's a lot more free time. So I was like, there's no pressure to go out and have dinner with people. Not that there was pressure, but you're not going to go out and have dinner with people. You know, I'm not doing gigs. And I was like, you know what? Why don't I just use this time to, to just get healthier? So that's what I'm doing. So far, um, uh, I have discovered that you don't need to drink to feel like you have a hangover all the time. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm feeling that too. <laughs> oh my God. Maybe it's the coronavirus. <laughs> <laughs> I woke up this morning. I was like, why is my head fucking killing me? And it's because, i tell you why. So I went for a run yesterday and so obviously, and I stretched afterwards, but then as it, uh, as I've, you know, shown you, I've, I've decided that um, my new hobby is styling wigs. Yeah. So just, I spent like an hour yesterday teasing a wig. Mm-hmm. So my arms and then it's all the tension is in my shoulder. shoulders and now I have a headache. Yeah. So. Uh. I went out for a run too. Yeah. Not today, but yesterday. Yeah. And I have never run in my life. Really? Yes. I've always been very bad at it and I have not liked it. Mm. But now I went and it was great. It's funny how things change mm-hmm. as you get older. I did much better than I thought I would. Yeah. And yeah, it was nice. How long was it? Like a, a um, five? The route that I went was six mm. and I ran like 2.5, walked for one and ran again 2.5. That's great. Mm-hmm amazing did you enjoy it yes yeah i was very proud of myself <gasps> wait till, if are you gonna keep going yes i think so imagine what it is like. have you ever heard of the thing called a runner's high i have have you ever wondered what it feels like yes i've had one and is it great it is it, it euphoric it is euphoric so but i i didn't have one during the half marathon and i didn't have one in any of the training periods up to the half marathon but years and years ago when i like it takes a while until you get one and it is it similar to the feeling right after you have orgasms for me different okay. it's different so the the way i would <laughs> <laughs> like, that's what i imagine it to be usually they when they talk about a runner's high it's usually it usually happens right after you hit a wall yes so um and the first time I ever had one was when I was, so I had done this whole thing. I think it was way back in 2009 where I'd never run. Mm. And then I downloaded this app, Couch to 5K. We are not sponsored, but we're open. Very open. Um, and it takes you from nothing to running five kilometers in like six weeks. And then after I had done that, running a 5K um, almost six days a week became like a, a normal thing for me. It was it was really nice to do. It was a good cleanser of the brain, you yeah. know. Um, and back then I was using an iPod, not an iPhone. 
or or something mm-hmm. like so not everyone could call me yeah. you know you don't get interrupted um but so I, I remember this one day I had I was about halfway through and my body was tired and I felt like I wasn't going to make it and I was just just keep pushing just keep pushing and then there's something that sort of happens like you focus on just breathing and moving forward and it's almost like your brain leaves your body for a moment and then suddenly you come back to yourself and you're like oh I haven't been thinking about the pain and I've managed to keep going. And then there was just like this release of endorphins in my body. And I felt like I could run for another 20 kilometers. Okay. So it doesn't happen when you stop. No, it's usually during the run, but mm. then it lasts usually until the end of the run. And you just feel, you feel light. Yeah. And I felt light and happy. And just like I could sit and just, you know, uh, sit down yeah. and, and just fall asleep. Yeah. Like it's, that's, that's the euphoria <laughs> sense of it. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe, one day. maybe one day, one day, maybe one day. But that's, that's why a lot of people mm. who get addicted to running. Yeah. Because they get addicted to the high. Yeah. They get addicted to the. I mean, you can be addicted to much worse things. I know, I know. But it, they, they did an episode of it on Family Guy. Okay. Where Brian decided, like, he was running for something, and then he was like, oh, I actually like this, and decided to start doing running, and then he had his first runner's high, and they had this whole montage that Mm. shows what it feels like for a runner's high, and then he just took it too far because he got addicted to the runner's high, (laughs) and then he also had body dysmorphia, so he thought he looked normal, but then you got to see how everyone else saw him, and he was just ribs and, like, bones, Mm. but I I can see how some people get addicted to it. Yeah. And yeah. then, because eventually, I think your body gets used to it. Mm-hmm. And say, if, if you're pretty good at doing a five kilometer, you're not going to have runner's highs anymore. So you have to go further Yeah. to get that that endorphin. Well, you get the endorphins, but the body's so amazing and it's yeah. great at going, this is normal now. I don't need to do anything. <laughs> same old, same As old. As anyone who's <laughs> ever tried to lose weight in their life will know. <laughs> It works for a, fi- a, a, a time and then eventually your body's like, mm, I'm used to this. <laughs> I'm used to this. We're yeah. just going to hold on to the rest of this for later. And I mean, if you start eating again, I'm going to go back to what I was. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because that was nice and cozy. That was nice and cozy. It's what I'm used to. I don't like change. <laughs> yeah. I don't like change. But a funny thing. Mm. So now I have lost a lot of kilos. You have. Can we can we can we say how much we that to? Yes. Yeah. So I have lost well, it's missing two hundred grams, but forty kilos. Jesus Christ. So since October last since year. October. So you have lost a large German shepherd off yes. your body yes. or a ten year old child. Yes. Well, not me when I was 10. I was like <laughs> 70 kilos when I was 10 years old. But, you know, it's a, I was not in it. I was above average. <laughs> Overachiever. I, <laughs> if there's extra credit, I'm getting it. Yeah. But, yeah. And I was thinking about this the other day when I was um, out walking. And I was like, I don't think I could hold 40 kilos and walk. No, it's it's like so fascinating, isn't it? So hard. Mm. But 
But you used to. I used to. You used to carry it around with you every day. Mm-hmm. And then it's it's just so amazing how the body just gets used to. Yeah. Like if I just gave you two 20 kilogram bags of sand and said, go run. <laughs> I would be like, no. No, I can't, <laughs> I can't do that. Yet. Yeah, but that's that's the, the other, I mean, another um, <laughs> positive of anyone who's ever carried extra weight. Mm-hmm. We're less likely to get osteoporosis. I don't know what that is. You know when um, people get old and their bones yes. get less dense? Yeah. And it mainly it tends to affect women more. Mm-hmm. But um, overweight people are less susceptible to it because your bones, if you've carried the weight for longer, they're stronger, they're stronger mm. because they had to carry all this stuff on top of them. Hmm. And that's also why usually larger people have huge calf muscles. Yeah. Because we just got to carry that weight around. Yeah. But... The interesting thing, yes. so yesterday I went out running and did much better than I thought, mm. maybe because losing 40 kilos has something to do with it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I, so I know I look a lot different yep. than I did, but I don't really feel it. Yeah. You don't. You I, feel like the same person. Yes. And so this never bothered me. And I was always like, yes, this is great. So when, because I have always used to be in a pretty good shape mm. um, and have always worked out a lot. And yeah. Um, but when I went out walking or running, I always saw this like people smiled at me and was like, good job. Good for you. Good for you. Yeah. And this has never bothered me. I was always like, yes, thank you. Yeah. This is good for me. Yeah. Like, thank you for the encouragement. And then yesterday I went out running and people were saying hi because there's a lot of people out walking and yep. running. And I didn't get the same smile. No, because you're 40 kilos lighter. So they're just like, oh, here's just a another normal, person. An, another normal person. Yes. Like, <laughs> <laughs> and it was. It, Did yeah. you miss it? <laughs> no, I didn't miss it. And uh, like, I never really, it didn't bother me. Mm. Like if. If a person would do it or not, it like it didn't really matter. Mm-hmm. But when a person was like, "Good for you," like you can do it, I was like, "Yes, thank you, I can." Yeah, this is great. But then yesterday, I was like, "Hmm, okay." <laughs> so I'm here now. <laughs> it was weird noticing it. Yeah, I, I I don't know if I told you when I was training for the marathon last year. Um, I had like a real initially because when I first started training it was on a treadmill in like a gym Mm -hmm. and that's where I preferred to be I didn't want to go running outside even though in spring summertime in Reykjavik it's a great place to run yeah because it doesn't really get too hot um it's the it actually even always a cold breeze mm -hmm. (laughs) and even today when there was the mist drizzle like Mm -hmm. a misty rain it's not going to drench you and it actually cools you down while you're running so it's the perfect place and uh, where we live downtown, it is like a three-minute walk to get to Harpa and then you have that whole waterfront there, mm-hmm. which is amazing and it's pretty flat and it's a yeah. nice place to run. You see the mountains. It's beautiful. I didn't want to run outside and I remember having a conversation with Natan about it and he's like, why don't you just run outside? And I was like, it was, I guess, the exact opposite of what you – experience when people were giving you that smile 
Oh, yeah. Natan's making, he's making muffins. We might shut the door. <clears throat> As we're talking about all this healthy stuff, Natan's <laughs> making muffin, muffins. Um, Balance. But it was, it was the, uh, the thought of like, I'm a bigger person. I don't want people to look at me running outside. Yeah. And it, t- it took me until I actually had to have this realization. And I think it was, maybe it was, it, no, it wasn't you. Maybe it was Natan who said it to me. He's like, if people are watching you and they notice you and see that you're a bigger person running, the only thought that they should really be having in their head is good for you. Yeah. Like, oh, I see that you're bigger, but you're trying to do something. That's great. And be healthy. That's a good thing. And then uh, I actually had to fight and change that in my mind. So now when I am running, because also that that was the hard thing is that. Uh, also, I'm, it's it's an insecurity for yeah, yourself. It is in myself. And because there are people I don't know who know who I am. Yes. Without using the word D-list celebrity. Um <laughs> Because I perform and a lot of people know my face or they Mm -hmm. know who I am. And there are times when I have been sent pictures and there were like, there was, you know, Kimmy used to do all the time because she would always happen to be on the bus and that was fine. But then there were times when I would get sent pictures from people I don't really know who are like, this is you running. And I'd be like, oh, it's such an intrusion of privacy and this is my me time. And that's very understandable to think that's, um, yeah, not... And no one, I don't care how, if you're a ballerina or a marathon runner, nobody looks good when they're running. No. No one looks good when they're exercising. Everybody looks like they're in pain or they're just zoning. Yeah. But yeah, I had to, I had to get over it. And now I am. So I'm like, I don't care. I don't care. And yeah, it's just, and like I took this time also, like I didn't want two people Mm. looking at me and yeah, I think it's it's just a mental attitude. When like, did if you're gonna think about me, yep. I hope you're thinking good for you, trying to be healthy mm. or being healthy. Like it's not like I'm trying to be healthy when I'm fat. I can yeah. be healthy, yeah, exactly. Even though I'm fat, yeah. And like, um, forty kilos is mm-hmm. a lot. Yes. During so you the weight loss began in October. What at what point did you personally feel a difference? Like was it was it after the first five? Was it after the first ten? Um was probably after the first twenty kilos, I think. So you didn't feel that much different until twenty? No. But then again, I don't feel that much different. But I'm what I'm when I'm when I say different, I mean like you noticed on yourself physically. Yes, and that's the thing. I you don't. don't feel that different. Mm. Like I feel like I'm the same. Just all of my clothes got bigger. Okay. <laughs> but Aaron, my boyfriend, mm. he is always saying like when he's hugging me, yep. he's like, "This is so weird. You're smaller." Yeah. Like I can so. Um, it's i he can feel it mm. yeah wow wow what other interesting things have come about i mean this is uh, this is probably boring to you but so many people love hearing about this stuff i for one do but mm-hmm. like what other interesting things have come as a side effect of um, good and bad good and bad bad one i i think i'm losing all of my hair oh 
well, I had a lot of hair before. You did, you did, yeah. <laughs> but now it's it's so much that. And it's a normal thing when you lose yes. a lot of weight really fast. Is yeah. yeah. Um, and it's just crazy. And that I feel like that goes like on my soul. Yeah, I I was gonna say that because I I mean I know you very well, and your your curls. Yes. Are a huge part of who you are. Yes. I mean, you're always talking about your curly girl technique. Yes. And like my hair has always been a big part of me. Like I've yep. always had a lot of hair. Yep. Um, and it has been short, long. But I've always been the person that has, whoa, you have a lot of hair. It's usually like it's nicely colored. Mm. It's well maintained. Mm. And I pay a lot of money to maintain yeah, yeah, it. yeah. yeah. So it always has been like um, how I, I done. like it's a part of my. It identity. is a part, yeah, yeah. So it's it's pretty hard for me to have it go away. <laughs> well, it's not going away, and I'm not. I don't have any. Just for people spot. listening, I am not sitting across from a, a bald person <laughs> who looks like she's going through chemo. No, no, you still have hair. Yes, yeah, and it's just like normal hair, but yeah. But you're used to having more. Does that mean and like the bounce is gone from it or? No, I feel like it looks okay. It's it's just when I'm like combing it and mm. when I'm in the shower, I'm just taking like clumps clumps of hair. Ooh. And that's what gets me. Yeah, okay. Um, but yeah, good things is I'm just lighter on my feet. Mm-hmm. And it's just easier to do stuff. Yeah. Like I can um like beforehand I would but then again like I've always been in a pretty good shape. I've always yeah. like worked out a lot and even though you were like you were 40 kilos heavier before, yes. you have always been an incredibly active person yes. to me. So but now I like when we went on that fucking year. glacier last year. <laughs> The only thing keeping me going was it's like, well, I'm behind Amelia and she's still doing it. So, okay, let's just keep pushing, keep pushing. But and then it was only when you went, I don't want to go anymore. <laughs> but, but you had had surgery. <laughs> you had, your excuse was that you had, had actually had surgery like six, six weeks, weeks before. beforehand. Yeah. Whereas I was just unfit. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. But you, you've always been very active to me. Mm-hmm. But you're saying, are you saying that you can feel you feel things are a little bit easier, like running? Yes, mm. like running and walking for a long time. It's just easier to be on my feet for a long time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's maybe the biggest. Mm. But I feel like the biggest thing that I feel is I can. Um, how do I say it? Maneuver? Like crumple myself all together. Like yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, Get into a smaller ball yes. or like, yep. Like I'm sitting in the couch and I can be like, yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah. And was it like a, a weird moment the first time you noticed that you could do it? Or did it happen so slowly you didn't realize? It happened slowly. Mm. But then all of a sudden I was like, hmm, huh. this is... This is me now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's lovely. Yeah. What are, What are some of the other amazing positive things? Um, I mean, you have to buy a whole new wardrobe. Yes, 
it's good and bad. The bad part is that I didn't go to Florida where I was going to buy it all. Yeah, okay. <laughs> but, I mean, you are, you've lost 40. Yes. But every time I see you, you still look smaller. Yeah. So, and remember, I'm only seeing you once a week. Mm-hmm. So, you probably will continue to lose yes. more. And then, so if you bought clothes in Florida, they're not going to fit you in a month anyway. No, no, that's good also. Um, yeah, my goal is like 15 kilos. 15 more? Mm-hmm. <gasps> There'll be nothing left. <laughs> <laughs> but I need to get muscle too. I yeah. don't have a lot of muscle. And the one thing I learned from years ago when I was working out lots is that the more muscle you have, the more fat you burn without doing anything. Mm-hmm. So that's why, like, so many people want to lose body fat and go, okay, I can only run and I can only walk because I don't want to get heavier. But what they don't realize is that if you build – it takes a long – a lot of effort to actually make muscles bigger. But if you make them stronger, they will burn more. Yes. And the biggest muscle group is your legs. And I hate squats. Oh, I hate them too. Really? Well, I – yes – because I always get so, um, like, my Crampy, muscles yep. get so sore. I, I find, like, I remember all the trainers I ever worked with, they would always say that um, of their clients, squats are the thing that their female clients tend to love more. Because women tend to have quite strong legs. Yes. I, I can handle a lot of pain when it comes to working out. Um, in different muscle groups, my legs is the one where I almost cry. <laughs> like anytime that, and I remember I would was working with a trainer. Go, okay, it's leg day, and I'd be mm. like, I don't want to do it. Yeah, because <laughs> it just hurts so much. Yeah, I'm well, like just a basic lunge. Mm. I'm pretty good at. Oh, I'm and not. I could be like, I was always doing like these tests where you try to do as many as you can in a minute. Yep. And I was like doing fifty or like so. I'm. It was maybe a little bit longer than minute, but I was really good at it. Yeah, lunges, no, thank you. But when you have to like step back and get the knee to the ground, I hate that. My the one I used to hate my trainer getting me to do. He called it a farmer's walk. Yeah. Where you carry two huge weights Mm -hmm. and you go upstairs. Yeah. So, and there was a, the gym I was in, the th- the second floor was just a boxing um, mm-hmm. place. And there was a, a, it was like 26 steps to go up to it. And he would make me do that like 20 times. Yeah. Up and down. I, I like that. I can't stand it. Like I, my legs would be like jelly at the end. I'd yeah. be like, can we just move on to abs or something? Or, you know. Yeah. <laughs> just I, I used to do that. Like I, I, I usually call it farmer's walk or mm. bonta ganga. But then I had a trainer. She always called it um, bonus ganga. Like a <laughs> grocery store walk. Oh, <laughs> makes sense. <laughs> but I guess, I guess the reason why I hated that farmer's walk is because it combined two of my ha- most hated things, leg exercises and stairs. Yeah. It's my mortal enemy. <laughs> I hate stairs. The thing I hated about this workout mm. is my fingers always get so sore. Mm. And you you should really take off rings and things because yeah. it can bend them. Yeah. Or I just, my fingers are always so sh- sore that I can't 
hold like the that. Weight. Yeah, that was the hard thing just to hold it. Like yeah, my muscles weren't that sore. <sighs> Oh, there you go. Fit. You've been Fit. listening to Fitness Chat on yes. on the podcast, Not In Front Of My <laughs> But hey, congratulations on 40 kilograms. Thank you. Wow. What do you do to celebrate when you hit a, a big milestone? Um, nothing. Nothing. Just keep on going. Just go. Okay, great. <laughs> No, because no, I remember yeah, I, I remember reading like that. I tell people about it. Okay, because like when you when you I have brag. a goal like that, you're not supposed to um, reward yourself by going. Okay, now let's go out to dinner. No, or um, let's you know drink a whole case of beer. Yeah, you, <laughs> no. Like you should. I was reading that it's great that you treat yourself. Like once I hit that, then I will go have a spa day mm-hmm. or. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you're saying you just tell people about it? Yes, I just brag. Mm-hmm. It's a good brag. Yeah. It is a good, not so humble brag. Yeah. Oh, wow. 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 So by the time you have hit your goal, mm-hmm. it will be 55 kilograms. Yes. Jesus Christ. Maybe then I'm going to be like 10 more. <laughs> <laughs> 55. So 55 is like a very. That's like a small grown up a, a woman. A very tiny adult. Yeah. Yeah. A very petite woman. Yeah. 55. Uh, like a Hollywood actress. Mm-hmm. That, is, that a, is 160. Like she's small. Yeah. You, <laughs> like, a, like an Ariana Grande. Yes. Yeah. She's probably like, she's probably like 45 to yeah, be honest with probably. you. <laughs> 55. Yeah. A, a grande sm- Ariana Grande. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no. Her ponytail is probably <laughs> probably weighs twenty kilos. Yeah. It's probably she, fifty fifty ponytail she, body. She probably has the strongest <laughs> neck muscles in the world. Uh, yeah. Wow! So you, by the time you're done, you will have lost uh, a Hollywood actress. Mm-hmm. Wow! In October, November, December, January, February, March, April. So you've lost forty kilos in six months. Mm-hmm. Emilia Gunnarsdottir. Congratulations. Oh, thank you. Thank you. What else is going on? Um, I was showing you a video before and you said this is the worst thing um, you have ever seen online. And you said, no, 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 wait. I know something better. I'm going to tell you. Yes. Oh, my God. Yesterday. Mm. Uh, so me and Aaron are always watching Brothers and Sisters, mm-hmm. which is great. Um, and then I started watching One Born Every Minute. Have you seen those episodes? No. Oh, it's great. It's reality TV. But so the phrase one born every minute usually means an idiot. Oh, this is just a baby is born. Oh, okay. There's one every born every minute is usually yeah. a sucker. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But this is so. Oh, that makes. Oh, my God. You've just explained an English phrase to me that I never really understood to its full extent because a sucker is, is born. born every minute. Yeah. And I just think a sucker is in an idiot who gets fooled. But a baby sucks because they suck on me. Oh. oh, it makes so much sense now. This is like when I was 15 and I realized what that song by the Divinals I Touch Myself was about. Oh, wow. Boom. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, so one, one born, born every, every minute. minute. It's a um, British show. Mm-hmm. So uh, in Liverpool, they have the biggest maternity um ward ward in europe mm. 
Oh. Yeah. And is there a reason for that? Um, a lot of babies get born. Okay. I don't know. <laughs> they have like 11 seasons mm. and they have also one born every minute. Australia and the USA. Okay. I started the USA one and it's just too American. Yeah. They're, they're trying to make a drama out of it. Okay. Well, the UK one is like, and this is the people that are having a baby today. And it just shows everything. Like the birth. Yes. And oh, I cry so much over this. But yeah, so I've been watching that and we have been watching Brothers and Sisters. And yesterday we were like, I, we want to watch a movie. Mm-hmm. And we were both like, just like some light thing, comedy. Mm. And Netflix had a new movie called The Packets. Oh, yeah, I saw a trade. It wasn't originally a Netflix movie, but they picked it up. Oh, yeah, okay. And the, the penis gets cut off. Yes. Okay. I didn't know in the trailer the penis doesn't get cut off, so it just looks like... Um, a comedy about teenagers going out to the woods and drinking. Yeah, and me and I were like, "Huh, we have done this, like being seventeen yep. and ten, going camping somewhere and just drinking a lot." Mm. So we decided to watch it. It's the weirdest movie. It just gets weirder and weirder and crazier and crazier. It and then afterwards, I was like, I don't know what to say. <laughs> It was like four times over the period that we were watching this. We're like, okay, let's go through this scene and then decide if we are going to continue okay. with the movie. Because I always figure once you're half an hour in, there's no point turning it off. You've already committed. Yeah. Well, we finished it. Okay. And there was a few scenes that we just laughed out loud. Like, it, it's so ridiculous mm. <laughs> that it... Yeah. So what is the main story? So the main story so, is they go camping, somebody he, accidentally gets their penis cut off. Yes. And then they try to get the penis to him. Because he's in hospital. Yes. And the hospital wants the penis to reattach it. Mm-hmm. And, and so they have to go so, find the penis. Yeah. And it's so weird. So weird. And it also has like in the beginning, I was like, is this going to be like a bad horror movie mm. like horror movie that was made 2001 uh-huh. it just started like that they had the couple that were always fighting the couple that didn't uh, that weren't a couple and they were too shy to talk to each other and then the funny guy with the long hair yes like and then the weird person at the gas station before they go camp like it was a perfect setup for a bad horror movie okay and I was like, is this going to be a horror movie? Like, do I want to watch this? It was not a horror movie. Well, horror movie in the sense of it's so weird. Do you see the penis? Yes. <gasps> you see the penis. I you see it after it's been cut off. Yes. Oh. Quite a few times. Really? Yes. And it's really realistic. <laughs> oh so weird afterwards i was like i don't know what to say <laughs> well this was funny <laughs> with the the package yes the package if you have nothing else to do mm. and you you don't have any attention to watch something that's mm-hmm. yeah it's 
I could have gone out of the room for 40 minutes and came back in and I would be just on point in the movie. I would call that movie an ironing movie. Yes. Yeah. I was knitting, like I was knitting the pattern, so I have to be thinking a mm. lot. Okay, yeah. Because I often, this this studio we're in often becomes my ironing room because the computer's in here and I can watch a movie while I iron. Yeah, it's so weird to iron a lot. We have had this conversation so much. Yeah, I know, I know. I just like doing it because yeah. then things are done and they're pressed and I, I just, <laughs> I don't know. It's just a nice feeling when it's all done. Yeah. It, it, the weird thing is that you are not a 50s housewife. I know, but I've always done... Uh, I mean, I've been worse. I've told you before that I used to iron sheets. Well, I understand that because they get crisp. What? You understand ironing sheets but not shirts? Yes. Because, well, your Christmas sheets. Christmas sheets? Mm-hmm. Wait, you're talking about sheets. Wait. For the bed? Yes, yes. What are Christmas sheets? The ones that you have during Christmas... Do you not have the different? <laughs> do you not have a different thing on your bed for Christmas? No. Oh. Do you have like a Christmas themed? No, it's just like um, um, my grandma gave me. They are like white, and they have like detailed sewn into it. And you only put it on at Christmas time. Mm-hmm. At the night of twenty thir- third of December. And then when does it come off? Just two weeks later. Just when they're dirty. Christmas sheets. Yeah. And you usually go and have them pressed so they are like crisp. And you always take a shower before you go to sleep in it. <laughs> so you wake up on Christmas morning. But are you morning. saying it's a, it's a duvet? Like a cover? Or is it the sheet? Both. Oh. No, the sheet is usually just... I don't have that many sheets. But it's usually the David cup. That's definitely specific things for mm. but then i would never have so i have like white gray and like off-white sheets for the bed mm. i would always make sure that the white one is clean to put it on yeah i i used to love white sheets i don't so much anymore no you know because i'm always just shit in the bed <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no it's so hard when you shit the bed <laughs> so many times <laughs> <laughs> That's why we only have brown sheets. Um, so I can lay in my shit and not notice. But, but actually, the, I, one thing that, because of this uh, isolation thing that happened, I was doing some rearranging in the cupboards. And in our bedroom, our cupboards are very high. Mm. And you can't, there's a top shelf and you can't really get there without a stepladder. Yeah. And I was like, huh, I haven't, I was looking for something. That's right. Oh, I've got a piece of, Ah, food caught in my teeth. Um, I was looking for some posters that I had of old shows. And I thought, oh, maybe it's up there. Went up and behind a towel, I found three fitted sheets still in the packet. <laughs> That's <laughs> three fitted because I only have three sheets. That I got, that I bought at Primark in the UK yeah. a year and a half earlier <laughs> and thought oh, these are so much cheaper here. Yeah. And it's always good, like... Um, when you shit the bed <laughs> two times a month. <laughs> you know how normally you have, like, you know, 
two or three sets. Yeah. You know, and then so, like uh, sometimes when we get to a busy period in the year, you change the sheets and because they're so big, you kind of have to wash them on their own. Mm-hmm. Laundry gets piled up. This has happened to us before where we've gone to change the sheets and then chuck them in the laundry basket and went, oh. We don't have anything clean. Because we've been putting off washing the sheets yeah. um, until we have washed everything else. Yeah. And when you don't have a dryer. Which we do, but oh. our dryer isn't amazing. Like you, we have a wash dry function. Mm. It's a dryer, washer dryer combo. And if you put it on just wash and dry and have a full load of clothes in, they're not ever completely dry. Yeah. So then you have to dry it again. Mm. But, um, yeah, so I remember this time at Primark, I was like, well, I'm going to buy these extra sheets so that we don't run into that problem again. And I remember at one point our friend Christina was staying here when she when we when we were in France, we came back and we needed sheets for the bed, couldn't find any, and uh, turns out I had three the whole time. So we stayed up till I don't know something like two o'clock in the morning waiting for the sheets to dry, <laughs> so that we could go to bed. And turns out we had like three, three, <laughs> three other sets that were just in there. It's like. Oh, that's mm. mm. <laughs> the other thing. Like I'm always, cause you know, I'm, I'm an, I'm older than most of the people I hang around. Mm. Um, and I've lived so many lives <laughs> that I often have things that I forget I own. Yeah. Like, uh, I was chatting with a friend Kimmy the other day and she's like, Oh, you know, you do your podcasts and, and stuff. And I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Do, do you need to borrow a microphone or something? We were chatting about that. And then I opened my cupboard with all my technology in it. And she's like, Jesus Christ, <laughs> how much stuff do you have? Yeah, I don't think I know anyone that has more technology stuff than you. Yeah, I mean, I I was like, oh, yeah, there's, like, how many mics would you need for your, your podcast? And I was like, oh, yeah, because I've got this one and this one and this. And I was like, oh, oh, yeah, yeah, I've got, like, five. <laughs> Is that enough? <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's yeah. Uh, it's a hobby yeah it's a hobby it comes in handy yeah for me <laughs> <laughs> it's also like when my agent sends me messages saying you have to do a self-tape oh it's okay yeah i've got the mics and the camera and everything i can yeah i can just do it at home i i even get rid of a lot of technology periodically okay like just last year this is embarrassing. I, I finally threw out a device that helps you take tapes and turn them into digital format. Mm. But now, every now and then I think about it and go, I really shouldn't have gotten rid of it. Yeah. Because then I think of someone like, like Aaron. He collects VHSs and they're not going to last forever. No, don't think about him. We sh- we, I just want to throw them all away. <laughs> Don't give him any ideas. <laughs> <laughs> but so you are telling me mm. you just go to sleep on the 24th of December in... Whatever sheets are on the bed? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Okay, you have to like <laughs> think about this in <sighs> culturally. Yes. I grew up in Australia. Yes. So Christmas is summertime. Yes. So generally, 
in summertime in Australia, you're actually rotating your sheets a lot more than you probably would here. Yes, but... Because it gets hot, you sweat in the night. Mm-hmm. So maybe, you know, what do people normally do? They change your sheets... Every two or three Every weeks. Every two or three weeks you change your sheets. Well, you're supposed to. At least. <laughs> Sometimes. But when you shit the bed. <laughs> so often you do it. But yeah, so you probably do it every two or three weeks. In Australia, in summertime, at least I did, you know, and I remember this as a kid. When it's the height of summer, my mom would change our sheets every week. Yeah. Because, you know, you've got, I mean, there were six people in our house. All the bedrooms are down one end. If you don't change your sheets and people are sweating through them every night, you're just the house is just going to fucking stink. Yeah. Um. So, so you don't really. We never had Christmas sheets, but yeah. it would just be whatever sheets are on the bed, and it it on it didn't. But I don't know if it's an Icelandic thing, but at least me, it and is my possible, and. My mom and grandma has always done it. It is possible that I probably had fresh sheets on my bed on the 24th of December, not the 23rd. No, but that's like to Iceland. Yeah. The same. Yeah, yeah. So the the night before Christmas. Yes. But that would be because on the 24th, on Christmas Eve, every... Like on Christmas Eve, when I was a kid, no, even though it's school holidays... <laughs> Not a single person in our house was allowed to sleep in on the 24th because we would all be woken up almost like we were going to school. Mm. 6.30 in the morning. This, 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 yes. And it would be me and my dad. We would be given the yard and my my family's yard is fucking huge. You could have horses on it. So so it would be like mowing the lawn and uh, the weed whacker. You know, the, yeah. the thing that does the edges, trimming trees and stuff. Because the next morning, we're going to be outside having breakfast in a barbecue. Mm. Um, and even though we're not having guests, I, I never understood this as a kid. We're not having guests on Christmas Day because you generally don't. You just have your family. Yeah. Um, they want it to look lovely. Yeah. So, and then, then my sister would be doing the laundry. So it is possible we would have clean sheets. And like before, by 2 p.m., the entire house and the garden are spotless. Oh, well, it's nice to start so early. Yeah, well, that was my mom. She would make us start early because yeah. she, because she's from the UK, she liked to have the turkey dinner. Yeah. Because they normally have it for lunch. Yeah. So the way she kept her tradition was we would have the big roast dinner on Christmas Eve because she also realized it would help the kids sleep. Mm. Um, and then we would have our salads and things on Christmas Day. But so it would we'd be woken up for breakfast and she would, I mean, have you ever cooked a turkey? No. That fucker takes hours. Yeah. <laughs> and she would do the turkey and then all the vegetables and then there'd be stuffing and then there's always separate stuffing and then mm-hmm. there's these Yorkshire puddings that they have from the UK as well. And she would start cooking at like eight in the morning and <laughs> like to get the turkey perfect. Yeah. And so. I'm not a fan of turkey. I know you've told me I love turkey. Love it on sandwiches. I love it just <laughs> as a roast. Oh, it's so delicious. And then, then by 2 p.m. everything is all done. Yeah. But we weren't allowed to touch anything. No. Because it had to stay perfect. So basically we had to go in our rooms 
or like go go in the the kid area and stay there. <laughs> Just sit down. Just sit down and stay there. Watch TV or something. Yeah. You know, don't go out. Don't go get a puzzle out. Don't go get a game out. Don't go. Nope. No. We're not making mess. Yeah. And you're not allowed to play outside because it's hot. You'll get sweaty and then we'll have to do laundry. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and my dad, I think my dad used to love it because as soon as the yard was done at like two, he'd pack everything up, have a shower. And then because he's been out in the sun with me all day, then by 4 p.m. he's like, I can have a beer now. Yeah. It's Christmas Eve. My parents always have always worked mm. on the 23rd and the 24th. So it was just TV time for me. Yeah, the 24th, if it's a work day, it's still a work day in Australia. Yeah. Yeah. Unless it's a weekend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And my parents have always worked. My mom worked few like Christmas Eves when I was a kid. That's because the hospital never yeah. has a day off. Yeah. <sighs> well. I've been thinking about home and how I'd really like to go back for Christmas this yeah. year. If you can. I hope I can. I really do. Yeah. Because <laughs> I miss my family. Yeah, understandably. Yeah, yeah. And it's, uh, <laughs> I want to say this to all the parents who have adult children out there. Sometimes you should think to yourself, am I calling my child enough? Because my parents are really shit at it. My parents. I think I call my mom. Well, she called me. Every day. Yeah. Yeah. Me, my sister, and my mom, we are just constantly talking to each other. Well, that's my mother and my oldest sister are on the phone every day. Yeah. And I feel like it's an exclusive club that I don't get to be a part of. (laughs) (laughs) And it really annoys me. Because even when I lived in the same country, she didn't call me every day. No. Yeah. And then whenever I, I bring it up, I'm like, you know, you don't really call me that often, Mum. She's like, well, you have a phone too. And that's such a cop out. That's such a like a uh, I don't feel like calling you answer. <laughs> don't blame me. Don't gaslight me, mother. <laughs> but that's, it has annoyed me a little bit like in that. Yeah. During this whole coronavirus and I have two parents who are risk factors. They're not calling. <laughs> you know, I send messages going, how are you guys? Everything okay? Yeah, we're fine. We're just staying at home. Yeah. Nothing else. Nothing happens. Yeah. <gasps> a plane. A plane. A plane. <laughs> Is it a plane? That's yes. new because they haven't been going. No. Mm-mm. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> well, there you go. So we've <laughs> talked about weight loss and Christmas. <laughs> what else? What, what else? else? I was thinking about something to talk about. Yeah. Um, I don't remember now. <laughs> it's almost weekend. It's Friday. It is. Have you noticed Fridays don't really have a meaning anymore? Uh, well, I think they have a meaning anymore. Still. <laughs> Still? Yes. Because then you don't have to wake up early and work. Yeah. I... <sighs> and I usually meet my sister over the weekend. Yeah. It's... I, I, I think I was probably in my mid-twenties when I was in a position where I just worked all the time. 
So there was no such thing as a Friday. Mm. Like I never had a Friday, never had the, you know, weekend off. the weekend or like the five o'clock texting your friends who wants to meet for drinks. Yeah. Oh, I love that text. Yeah, I love that text message. <laughs> Anyone for a happy hour? Yes. And I'm always up for a happy yeah, hour. Yeah, me, me too, me too. <laughs> but I remember I was in a position where I was working all the time and I, that was the thing that really got to me was that after about a year of doing that, I didn't have Friday feeling anymore. I never had Friday feeling. Mm. And I love Friday feeling. Yeah. And then it, it I also... I always say my favorite day is Friday after five. Yeah. Because then it, the time is yours. Yes. And then there's two more days of yeah. it. But also sometimes it sucks when you're a performer as well because Friday is one of the busiest days. Mm. So I'm not hating... How how can I say this without offending the gods of comedy? I'm not <laughs> hating that I'm not like I'm not doing gigs on Fridays because we're not doing gigs. Yeah. So I'm enjoying that I get Fridays, but because every day of the week is kind of I mean, you still have to wake up and do work. Yeah, but it's still But it yeah. doesn't have that same feeling anymore. No. So hmm. There's not. I What's keep wrong sorry. with your teeth i have a piece of grape skin Ooh. i think i got it no i didn't <laughs> <laughs> oh this is great radio it is definitely mm. i got it i got it congratulations oh my god that's so much better but <sighs> um but yes i i i will say in this whole isolation thing yes i went a bit bonkers about a week and a half ago okay yeah um, and that lasted until Easter. Mm. I started getting to the point where I was like, um, I was getting annoyed because I had all these things I wanted to do, but no motivation. Yeah. Because everything, you just keep looking around and you just, mm-hmm. um, and so then that's when I made the decision of like, okay, I need to start running. I need to start getting out of the house and doing some movement yeah. because then it breaks up the day. Um, yeah, I, I, but I'm over it now. Like I was chatting with a friend from Australia yesterday and she was saying, how are you doing? And I said, I actually, I'm kind of like, I miss seeing friends. I miss mm-hmm. catching up with people and like a group of friends that we hang around with a, a lot. Yeah. We, I've only seen you and Kimmy Taylor yeah. for almost two months. I miss that too. I miss just meeting people and have like just be having a conversation yeah effortless yeah 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 because even when you when you do like we've done the the um i might get in trouble for saying this we've done the like online hangouts mm-hmm. there it's it's cool but it isn't effortless no and i find that after about an hour or two of it i start going i don't have anything else to say anymore mm-hmm and then I then I start tuning out, and I know you tune out because I see you uh, in the background. You're not even watching the screen anymore. You just go on the couch and like put your feet in the air, <laughs> sing to yourself. I don't understand why the so when we were doing this, mm. and I had no attention anymore. Yeah. yeah. Why was the screen always going to our screen? I don't know because it's supposed to go where the noise is. Yeah. 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 And we were not making any noise. No. 
I was just being an atheist. Taking yeah. off my socks. Yeah. But I do I do miss the effortless conversation yeah, with people. Um, but the one thing I have kind of come to terms with is I don't the things I haven't hated about isolation, mm. I haven't hated that I've saved money. I've saved so much <laughs> money. <laughs> I was going over my credit card because I always use my mm. credit card. <laughs> I haven't spent any money this month. And also, being in isolation, you, you're you less likely, because you're not going into a workplace. Yeah. You you know how when you're in a workplace, you sometimes it gets to like four o'clock and you suddenly have an idea of, oh, I think I'm going to make this for dinner. So mm-hmm. you then stop at the store. Yeah. You didn't need to because you had enough stuff at home that you could have. Yeah. And because of this isolation, you're like, mm, I'm not gonna go what have to we got? Store. What have we got in the fridge? I'll just use that mm-hmm. and make that. Mm-hmm. And you're not really going out and drinking. No. Which is the most expensive. <laughs> that was a weird sound, wasn't it? Not there. <laughs> 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 it's funny. We're not going out drinking, and my body goes. <laughs> Your inner party goblin. Please help me. I want to go out. <laughs> but yeah, it is the most expensive thing to do in Reykjavik, and yeah. and we love it. We do love it. Oh, um, I think the last time we actually went out, out was that night to session. Yeah. It was like three months ago. It's so upsetting. Yeah, it is. But I've we've, I've saved so much money. Yes. So I have... And uh, I've also... Well, I've always been fixing my car, so this is the first one. <laughs> yeah. Well, I still haven't got the bill for opening the door in that Audi yet. <laughs> um, yeah. But... Uh, and, the, and the other thing is that it has kind of forced me to start thinking about things I've wanted to do. Yeah. Like, for instance, the room we're in right now, there were no pictures on the walls last week. Yes. There was a different light in the ceiling. Ah. Yeah. This is stuff I've been meaning to do for ages, but I was just like, I'll do it later when I feel like it. And then I went, oh, you know what? I was looking at these pictures. Yeah. I like them. I really like the... This one with the pomegranate. The pomegranate. These are, um, they're uh, by, a, I think he's Spanish and lives in London, a Spanish artist. Ricardo, I need to find his name. Um, but he's on Instagram. Uh, but basically, we, we can take some pictures mm-hmm. of them and share them on our socials. Mm-hmm. But they're naked men with vegetables or fruit. Yeah. Tastefully. Tastefully. They're, and they're not photos. They're, they're actual drawings. Yeah. Yes, we've got three more in the other room as well. Yeah. Yeah. But like for us, this is very tasteful. It's tasteful nerds. Very tasteful nerds. For because I'm watching Brothers and Sisters. Yeah. And one of the brothers is gay and has a husband. And the husband parents are really against gay people. Mm. And I was thinking of like if they would see these pictures. They would probably think it's a bit racy. Yeah, and they would not think this would be tasteful. I think my mother, <laughs> if my mother were to see these pictures, like say if my mom were staying here in June, yeah. which they were going to, she would probably have words to say about 
yeah. Like I, she, she wouldn't be against it. She'd go, oh, it's a, she'd probably, the words I would imagine her saying is, oh, they're really lovely drawings, but I don't think I would put them up in my house. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't put them up in my house. No, no. 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 It's a bit much. <laughs> bit much. <laughs> I mean, it's a nice butt. Well, the, yeah, there Only are some butts. Avocado man. Yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah, I've I've been doing things. I always I always wanted to learn how to style wigs, and now I'm styling wigs. Yeah. And I've uh, and you heard it. Kimmy and I worked on a yes. very exciting project um, that is coming out next week. It involves music. Music. And music. Music. It involves music. <laughs> And, uh, yep, so there's that. The one thing I haven't been doing, which I should be doing, is writing a fucking comedy show. Yeah. I got nothing. I have, like, (laughs) I was thinking about this just before you came over today. Uh, Okay, so I know what the show is about. Yeah. But what am I going to talk about? And then the answer to that question is, I don't know. Nothing interesting has happened (laughs) You have to talk about isolation. Make it funny. How can you make it funny? I've just styled wigs. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, Natan's going bonkers. He's <laughs> he's he. Have do you know what he's doing? Baking bread. He's baking. He's baking bread. He's done a sourdough starter. Yeah. Yeah. He's learned all about sourdough. He made cultured butter, which you have to try before you leave. I will. It's. Whipped butter. It's well. It's I, he whipped it a bit more so that it won't go hard um, in the fridge. But he made it's like a. The base of it is surmilk. Yeah. And then you culture it and then turn it into butter. Mm-hmm. Um. So he did that. He's also that's the best thing I get. Yeah, he's also making mm-hmm. kimchi. Yeah, I've never been a fan of that. But it's supposed to be great for your skin. Eating it? Yeah. Oh, it's just pickled cabbage, isn't it? I don't know. He's making kimchi. He's also making ginger beer. Mm. Like uh, the other day when Kimmy and I were working on that project, he was telling her all about it. And do you know what she said to him? You are such a lesbian. <laughs> <laughs> well, he is. <laughs> and uh, for those that don't know, Kimmy's a lesbian, so she's allowed to say yeah. that. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, it's and I when you're talking about movies, the one thing that ha- has kind of happened in the last week, I've sort of gotten to this point where I feel I spent a week uh, a day last week um, cleaning up my computer, yeah. so like getting rid of files I didn't need to free space, and then I found a hard drive that had nothing on it, and I put all these movies that I was like, oh, I haven't seen that one yet. Download, haven't seen that one. Download, I put them all on there. So there's thousands of hours of entertainment on my hard drive i haven't watched a single one no i think it's hard so like i have been watching a lot of tv yeah but it's i always have to be doing something else well normally i have to be doing that yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. either way but like my attention span is really short mine is too at the moment used to be much better Mm -hmm. but now like i even think if i was allowed to go into a cinema on my own or with 10 other people or whatever, I don't think I would watch the screen long enough. No. I'm no. I'm not 
committed to things. No. I've been um, baking mm-hmm. gluten-free stuff. Oh, yes. Yeah. It's it's been ups and downs. <laughs> <laughs> like how? It's it can be pretty difficult to bake with gluten-free. Well, um, one thing flour. One thing I've always wondered. Mm-hmm. Because a very good friend of mine, Jody, who you met, who yeah. came here in November last year, was she is gluten free. Mm-hmm. She's and she's celiac, so yeah. she cannot touch yeah. it, or she will explode. Um, and you know, she's she's been it was diagnosed it fifteen years ago. Yeah, and uh, so back then to now. You know, back then there were no gluten-free products yeah. and then a few. And now there's gluten-free products everywhere. Yeah. The one thing I've always wondered, and I said this to her when she was here in November, and she's like, I know, which is of all the the things that they've managed to come up with, like, you know, amazing, they have amazing gluten-free pizza bases now and, mm-hmm. and all of those things. They still can't manage to make a loaf of bread normal size. No. I know. I, it, because Aaron mm, is gluten free, yep, and has been gluten. Well, he has been gluten free for like probably three years. Mm-hmm. Sometimes he eats like a little bit, but yep. at least for the last year, he has been really committed in mm-hmm. being gluten free. Um, but when we started dating, there was nothing. Yep, you could never get a gluten free option at the restaurant. Mm-hmm. It was really difficult to. Like you couldn't buy bread mm. if you buy like had bread. It was always like rye bread or like really dense, yep. and he doesn't like that. Then we moved to London, and every restaurant you could get a gluten free option. Yep, we're like, whoa, this is really nice. And when we moved back in a span of a year, it has completely changed. Mm-hmm. So it changed very fast. So now he can. Yeah, it's not that hard anymore. But and the but the bread is why is it so, so small? small? Like they can't just make so bread for toast. Yeah, you know your regular size slice mm-hmm. of bread. They haven't managed to work out how to make a gluten free version the same size no. as re- it's always like sixty percent smaller than yeah. a regular slice of bread, and, and the loaf is 60% so sixty percent more more expensive. expensive is as well. It's like, not like gluten free flour. Yeah. Costs more to source, and we so he always buys like these gluten free pizza bases. Bases, yeah. it's it's okay. Yeah, he likes to own it. Like if nothing else is, like he can always just make a pizza. Yep, it's fifty percent smaller than the non gluten free, yeah, yeah. and it's like four hundred krona more expensive. Yep, which for those in the real world, that's like a whole four dollars more. Yeah. Yep. It crazy. Yeah, I just so so. What what have you failed at with your gluten free cooking? <laughs> well, nothing has really failed, but like I made um, bread balls. Mm. <laughs> what? What is a bread ball? Like a bread ball, like a like a bread roll. Yes, a roll. Okay, like a, a dinner roll that yes. you have with soup and stuff. Yes, yeah. or just butter or just, and yeah. cheese. Yeah, yeah. Um, and the thing about glute, it's really hard to get it to lift. Yeah. Because the flour is always so, um, like, finely mm. grated. 
Mm. Yeah. So it doesn't bind with the yeast very well. No. And it's sometimes like clay, like the dough. And then I know something is wrong. But I made pizza rolls. They were good. So is a pizza roll like you take a pizza base, stuff it with all the pizza stuff, roll it and put it. Mm-hmm. Oh, that sounds delicious. Have you never had it? No. That's a very common thing in Iceland to bake. Pizza roll. Yeah. Then you just make a, a bread dough, roll it out, put pizza sauce, cheese, pepperoni, or like, and then mm. nothing more. Like you can't put as much as yeah. on a pizza. And just roll it up, cut it like a cinnamon rolls. Oh, yeah, I've had that one. Mm-hmm. I've had that one. It's really good. We In Australia, we have cheese and bacon rolls. Mm-hmm. So it's like a bread bun. Yeah. But it has had cheese and bacon baked in it. into it. Yeah. Oh, they were they were a treat. Yeah. Um, we do like a ham horn. <laughs> <laughs> like... Skinko horn, like ham yeah. corner. Yeah, ham <laughs> <laughs> corner. <laughs> then you put, then you just have a dough, bread dough, basically, and you put um, like cream cheese with ham in it mm. on like first layer. Then you put cheese and ham, and then you roll it up, and you like so so it can't leak out. Yeah, like lock it in. It's so good. Another one I miss, which I will never be able to have in Iceland unless I made it myself. It's called a cheesy mite scroll. So, you know, like the cinnamon rolls that are like scrolled around. Mm -hmm. They're like a tiny, like you roll them like a snail shell. Yeah. So you take the principle of that, right? But instead of it being sweet, inside it, it has cheese and Vegemite. (laughs) <laughs> Vegemite, an Australian spread yeah. that you have on toast, which I had last week. Oh, it was so good. With real <laughs> butter. Oh. oh, I love butter. Butter on melted melted butter on bread. But a cheesy mite scroll is the shit. You can just make it here. I could, I could. Although bake. I, ha- I only have one and a half jars of Vegemite. Mm. So you don't want to spend it on you got to keep it because I don't know when I'm going to get it again. Yeah. Can you not buy it here? No. Oh. No. Unless if you're listening to this and you know. Not even in Hauquip. I, I don't think they. There's not enough Australians. There's only like 34 of us in the whole country. Oh. So why would they have Vegemite? I don't know. Usually we have a Facebook group. And if someone is going to somewhere that has Australian products, they, let they just post, I'm going, I'm coming back home. Does anyone want anything? Uh. Like, um, yeah. I know one woman who's actually from the same suburb that I'm from. Really? <laughs> yes. That's crazy. Her name, is, her name is Jennifer. And I met her because I was uh, booked to perform at her husband's, f- f- I want to say 50th birthday. Yeah. And she's, I, she's Australian. And he's Icelandic. Okay. They met in Denmark. Yep. And they, they live here in Iceland. She's also from Wynnum, hmm. which is where I grew what up. What a small The Wynnum Manly area. What a small world. And I taught her niece. Yeah. How what? crazy is it? I'm just thinking about this. Uh, so when I was younger and I was an actor, I used to teach after school acting uh-huh. classes. <laughs> I was like, what? what are you teaching her? Her, her niece, Brooke, <laughs> was in one of my classes as a kid. Yeah. 
Um, and years later, uh, in Iceland, the other side of the world, I meet her aunt, uh, and she books me to perform for her husband's birthday. That's, yeah. It's insane. And we actually had a chat about it. And I was like, oh, where are you from? She's like, oh, I'm a Queenslander. I was like, me too. And I was like, where are you from Brisbane? She's like, yeah. And I said, north or south side? She said, south side. And I went, where? And she said, oh, I grew up in Wyndham. I was like, what? <laughs> How do you spell the mite? Uh, veggie mite. Yes. V-E-G. V-E-G. E-M. E-G. E-M. I-T-E. Smart in No, V E G E. E for egg. V E G E. M I T E. M. No. No. No, I didn't think so. Didn't think so. Um, I'm kind of surprised. <clears throat> I'm not. Natan's been saying for ages that because of the smell, of, and Vegemite is vegetarian as well. Mm-hmm. Because of the smell of it and the taste, he's like, he thinks it would be great to cook with vegetables. Because it's salty. Yeah. So I haven't thought of that before, but I said you can only do it when... <laughs> if you ask me beforehand. <laughs> no, well, no, he has to ask first. But he can only do it when I get one more jar. Oh, okay. Because I've got one and a half. And also Vegemite keeps forever. Yeah. Um, I've got one and a half and I don't think I can spare anymore. Because you've got to keep it for when... You the know, world ends. When the world ends. And it's like actually, it's very good. It's high in vitamin B. Like a crazy virus or something would come and take over the world. Yeah. Then it would be good. To like end. imagine. Imagine. <laughs> imagine. Everything ceases and there's nothing else. Yeah. At least I've got Vegemite. And you have to work from home for like a month. <sighs> or even longer. Yeah, or even longer. And I'm not performing. Imagine if that happened. Mm-hmm. Imagine if that happened. At least I've got Vegemite yeah. and sourdough bread yeah. and ginger beer. Yeah. It's crazy. <laughs> I have a pimple. Yeah. Like in my nostril. Like it's right. I can see it. And it's like a pimple. Okay, this is going to be gross. When you get a pimple around your lips, yep. it has like hard yeah, thing yeah, yeah. in it. Yeah. This is a pimple like that. Uh, I just need to you squeeze You need to get it. in and get it out. But it's in a place that I can't. And also the triangle. Mm. Sorry, my f- mouth went away from the <laughs> The triangle. There, if you put like your middle finger in yeah. between your eyes and then the two fingers on either side on the yeah. next to the nostrils of your nose, that is the triangle. And that area of your face is where most, it has the, mo- the highest concentration of blood vessels. So if you have a cut... So basically your nose. Yeah, so basically <laughs> your nose, it extends a little bit to your cheeks and about a bit above your... Yeah. But there's like a triangle on your face. And if you have a pimple in that area, you should try your hardest not to like touch bust it. it open or touch it because it has a higher chance of getting infected. Yeah. I am terrible with pimples. If I you're get a pimple... You're supposed I... to not squeeze them. You're supposed to pull them apart... And then press down on either side. Yeah. And that's how you stop them scarring. Or just squeeze them and make a bigger sore. I squeeze and ha- the shit out of them. Yeah. I used to get, like when I was a kid, I went through this period when I was going through puberty where I got um, like all these blackheads and ingrown hairs on my legs. Oh. 
So as I was getting my 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 manly hairs growing through, yeah, they would some of them would get stuck under the skin, yeah, and I had to like have this antiseptic cream put on my legs after every shower Ooh. and then just once a week my mom would go through and just try and pull out the hairs. Oh, I would love it. Yeah, yeah. It got annoying after a while. <laughs> Especially like if I ever had like a gig or something yeah. where I needed less hairy legs. So if I ever shave or mm. wax my legs, they will be filled with ingrown hairs. Yeah. I would love it. What a boring thing to talk about. <laughs> Ingrown hairs. Oh, 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 oh. As <laughs> you just put <laughs> you just put your, your toe into my toenail. Yes. Oh. oh I hate toenails. I'm so sorry. <laughs> well, I guess uh, on that <laughs> maybe on that gross note we yeah. should end it for today. <laughs> Sorry, people. <laughs> Thank you for listening to Thank us. Um, we we will, will be more prepared for the next episode. <laughs> <laughs> Until next time. Bye. Bye. Wants to be somebody. Everybody wants to be somebody. I'm somebody. Are you somebody? Not everybody can be somebody. Well, I'm somebody, and you are nobody. Nobody! <laughs> You're just a Reiki salad. I'm from Reykjavik, Iceland, the best country in the world, and I'm a rocker You lousy backpacker. Go back to Germany!